It's fluent and chill. I'm fluent. He's chill. But today, Jay, today we're not fluent and chill. We're GM Anthony K and GM Jermaine. We are not only going to play the GM game, which we told everybody we're going to be. I'm going to be Kevin Durant. You're going to be LeBron James. And we're going to pick our all-star teams because I don't think KD really, really put his best effort into his all-star draft. So we're going to redo it. And we're going to talk about whose team will win and why. Mm -hmm. We're also, of course, going to do mail drop and take your questions. We got four really good questions this week. Mm -hmm. But we're going to kick it off. We're going to kick it off in the NFL. And I think we're going to do this throughout the offseason because we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about trades. We're going to talk about free agents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kick it off with my favorite position because it's what I used to play. So wide receivers, I'm going to give you the what I think, mm-hmm. what what ESPN thinks are the top five wide receiver free agents, mm-hmm. and let's discuss where they should end up, where you want them to end up, and maybe what's the best fit. So I'll get, kind of leave it open to to that. So we're going to start with let's start with number one. Let's just let's kick kick the show off with a bang. You know who the best receiver in the game is. It's Devontae Adams. You sure it ain't Cooper Cup? Are, are we sure it's not Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup had the best season. Okay, is a difference ever, including uh-huh. postseason. But okay. no, but but he's not a free agent, so he's mm-hmm. we know he's staying in LA. He's not available. Devontae Sorry. Adams is a free agent, and mm-hmm. let's be honest, all thirty-two teams should want him. There shouldn't be Absolutely. a team in the NFL that doesn't want Devontae Adams. Absolutely. However, where do you think? He either should go, will go, or or the best fit. Well, let me ask you this question, Tone. Who had the number one seed in the NFC last year? The Packers. Who was the league MVP? That quarterback that they have there. I mean, how much <laughs> how much how much better can you get than that? That's it. That's as good as it gets. So it's not like him moving to Houston or him moving to Arizona, which I would I would like him in Arizona. We could take AJ Green off that line out that lineup and put him in Arizona. But you hold on, you want Arizona to have DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams? Hey, hey wow. I'm, 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at the return to super teams in the NFL. That's what I'm looking at right now because that's what the Rams basically did. They they basically stacked the deck. That's what they did. So with that being said, the situation that he's in right now, Aaron Rodgers comes back, it doesn't get any better than that. For him, he's had the most success with Aaron Rodgers. There's no reason for him to leave. But that's under the presumption that Aaron Rodgers is also in Green Bay. Correct. What if Aaron Rodgers decides to go somewhere else? What if Aaron Rodgers decides to go to Denver? What if he decides to go home to San Francisco, figuring, hey, I can't beat him, and maybe I'll join him? I'm going to take it a step further than that, Tone. I've heard through the grapevine that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are putting together a package to move on Deshaun Watson. And if Deshaun wow. Watson was to come to Tampa, Mr. Adams, 75 degrees in December, come on down here. I'll throw you the football. Absolutely, my man. Come come, come down here with us. No question about it. I love him. I love Deshaun Watson with Devontae Adams. Absolutely. Deshaun I love that. Deshaun Watson and still have – and then Devontae Adams and Mike Evans – Mm-hmm. Wow, that that would be because Godwin is coming off an ACL, so we ain't gonna have him 
but we're going to talk about him in a minute because he's a free agent too. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you got Devontae Adams. Best fit is stay in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Stay in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Go to Air, your wish would be Arizona to, to team up with DeAndre Hopkins. I, I dig him with. I want to pause on that one because if Devontae Adams signs with Arizona and DeAndre Hopkins stays, then I'm going to call up my friend Brian Tui, who writes a book called The Game is Fixed. Okay, sports are <laughs> sports are rigged. I had him on the show before because where is the Super Bowl next season? In, I think it's in Vegas. It's in Arizona. And what has happened the last two seasons? The, the, what, the same thing that's going to happen the next year? The, 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 the same thing that's going to happen? Arizona gets Devontae Adams and they go to the Super Bowl and win just like Tampa and L.A. before them. I'm, I'm, you know my conspiracy hat is going to really start to come out. I already, I already been on it, Tom. My wheels already been turning. All right, so uh, so let me let me say this. Yeah, obviously Devonte Adams. Um, see, for me, I'll, I'll pick where I want him to go. It's a homer pick, right? Allen Robinson is a free agent. He's probably going to be gone out of Chicago. We're going to talk about him in a minute. Um, so Chicago with Justin Fields. What else does he need except a prime time wide receiver? You pair him with Daryl Mooney. I like the Bears receiving core. It's in the same division. He knows everything. It's comfortable. That's how I pitch it to Devontae Adams. We got, we got, we'll, we're going to throw the bag at him. All the money you want. Here you go. Right. Everybody's really excited about our new head coach, um, our new offensive coordinator. They, they hired his, his, his guy from Green Bay. So maybe they can use that kind of pair. The first person he called was Devontae Adams when he took that role. Um, so the Bears might have maybe an inside scoop there. To have him walk out the front door in the division, though, to a division rival—that's hey, what happens. That's what that. Hey, free, I yes, free. For free agent, that's what free agent. Means. Now that being now that being said, you know that's that's my that's my dream location. Of course, where he's the best fit, I think. Yeah, the, the one makes sense would be wherever Aaron Rodgers is mm-hmm. makes the most sense. Obviously, they have that. You know, they're clearly in sync with each other. Mm-hmm. That long shot team, though, the team that like maybe you know no one's thinking about is if we just scour through who needs who needs a number one wide receiver who has money in the bank who has a young quarterback that's on the come up although in a tough division but more importantly the last time they had a superstar receiver they headed into the Super Bowl undefeated you put Devontae Adams on the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick, and I think Devontae Adams is the type of player that could that could you know he's not the one that's going to buck that Patriots you know no. lifestyle. I think he's he's a good dude by all like all we've heard about him. You give Mac Jones a weapon like Devontae Adams because I said this if you remember last year when Odell Beckham was a free agent, and everyone says he's washed. What did I tell you? I said he's not washed. He just didn't have a quarterback. You put him on any team with a quarterback, you're going to see the old Odell Beckham. Well, what did we see? When he went to L.A., the old Odell Beckham. And my thing was the best situation for him and for the team, even last year, I said put OBJ on the Patriots because that gives Mac Jones the one thing he needs, which is a deep superstar threat. And now the Patriots, I think, would have a better chance. They Mm -hmm. didn't do that. We saw what happened to them in the playoffs. So, you know, does Bill Belichick call up Devontae and be like, hey, you saw what we we did with Randy Moss? Well, I, that, that was my question, though, Tom, because when I see Tom Brady with Randy Moss, Tom Brady was seasoned. We're talking about a young quarterback with a dynamic wide receiver who demands touches, who demands a double team. 
how is that going to work with Matt Jones being a young quarterback? And he's still trying to figure it out. Now, would, Bel- would Belichick put him in the best situation to have Devontae Adams successful? Because, again, we're talking about a young quarterback in Matt Jones who doesn't really have it together yet, but he's getting it together. Good. Devontae Adams, already po- he's already polished. Sure. Right? He's already polished, and he's a guy who he can make you look better. But you could make him look worse in a in a in a in a different situation. But, but you could you could pitch a hey, you can get in on a dynasty of championships. Cause that's the one thing. That's the one thing you're missing is that that multiple rings separate yourself from these other guys. Yeah. And how do you do that? Come in early. This is a if I'm Bill Belichick, I say, this is the next Tom Brady. I'm gonna believe it. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. That's the long sharp shot, right? That's a okay. dark horse. Okay. I think don't be surprised. If I'm the Patriots, I'm I'm making that call. At least. Make a pitch. Here's the problem, pitch. though, Tone. The problem that we're having with this is the New England Patriots are notoriously cheap. Oh, I know. But they spent money last year. They, they spent did. Money. So you never know. You never know. Okay. Number two, Mike Williams. Or as, as, as Boomer would always say, the Chargers, Mike, tick, 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 Williams. <laughs> minutes. Um, I actually, I, I, to be honest with you, I love Mike. I love Mike with Justin Herbert. I don't really see that, that. I don't see that situation changing. I think that him and Justin Herbert have a great chemistry. Mike Williams is one of the better big wide receivers in the game and best one of the best third down wide receivers in the game, right? So his ability to push the football up the field and get big first downs, I just like his chemistry with him. Now, when I look at when I look at Los Angeles, they got money to spend, Tony. They don't they're not really a team that's over the cap because they're not really paying anybody. So I could see him staying. In Los Angeles with the Chargers, I, I don't even want to. You know, I'm so in sync with that answer because I don't think they let him walk, nor no. should they let him go anywhere. Just, I'm actually, I would say they're probably more likely. I'm, no, I'm not saying they're going to do this. I'd say that they'd be more likely to get rid of Keenan Allen right. before Mike Williams. I think, I think they throw. I think Mike Williams stays in the Chargers. Well, However, if you had to, if you, had, yeah, to pick, if you mm-hmm. had to pick another team, who if could I had you? to pick another team, I'll tell you what, Tone, right up there in the, in the in the Northeast where you are, I would like – I think he'd be great with Josh Allen. I think he would be awesome. You just want to give every team – like, <laughs> I, they, ha- you I, know they have digs, right? And how's that How's that working, Tone? It worked great. Okay, so what we're going to do is the, – the, the Rams just wrote the blueprint. You okay? want to give – hold on. You want to give the Cardinals Hopkins and Adams, and you want to give the Bills – well here's, the problem. well, here's the problem with Arizona. Hopkins, he was hurt all last season. So we don't know what he's going to be, right? Okay, okay. And I'm looking at Buffalo, and I'm looking at right thin with, with Diggs. Take him and Mike Williams and put them two together. Because is Mike Williams a number one? I don't think he's a number one. I think he's a really I good. Think, I think he's a really good two or like a 1B, maybe. Right. I and, think he's and, a really and now good that number I, two. And when I think about it, I guess in the playoffs, you know, what were they able to do to the Bills? They complete now. Don't get me wrong. Gabriel Davis had what, like 200 yards and four touchdowns in the playoffs, but they held Diggs to seven yards. If you got Mike Williams on that team, you can't play that strategy. Now, Gabriel Davis surprised them and had a huge game, but when Mike Williams there, you're not even game planning that way. You can't. You know, Mike Williams will kill you. Essentially, what Kansas City did was you're going to have to catch all the balls because you're not catching any of them. And we'll eat if you go for 200 yards, we will eat that. No question about it. And they and they did, and it almost cost them. <laughs> right. But you're not gonna do it. So right. I think that Mike Williams is a really good number two. Okay. A really good number two. And I think he'd be really good with Josh. I think he'd be really good with Josh okay. Allen. Yeah. All right. So 
Uh, I'd like to see him on the Jets. Just because we never talk about the Jets. All right. I was going to say the Giants tone, but I was like, hey. (laughs) Oh, could you imagine? I think they just spent their money on wide receivers. They they have a problem at quarterback, not at wide receiver. Chris, so speaking of, you brought up Chris Godwin before, Mm -hmm. uh, coming off an injury, I I think one of the most underrated wide receivers. Like, we do not give Godwin his flowers. So where, if he's healthy, so we're, you know, today we're going to assume everybody's healthy. Godwin. Well, you consider... Consider God when he also – he plays like Cooper Cup. He plays on the edge. He also plays in the slot. So you could put him in a number of different places. I think he's an AFC guy. And when I think about an AFC guy, I think he's an AFC West guy. Like, I like him in Denver, right? I like mm-hmm. him with the I like him with the Raiders. I think that he could help the Raiders out a lot. I don't see him – I don't see him with – I don't see him back in Tampa because yeah. – like I told you already. I, I, they're going to have to pay him. And I think that – with, with, Deshaun, with Deshaun Watson being on the market and possibly having a shot at him, like that's going to take up a lot of their salary cap and they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay Godwin. And I just like him in the AFC. I think, he, I you, think he'd be a good AFC guy. Uh, okay. So let me, let me, I'll give you my Godwin answer because you brought up something that I want to talk to you about. So we're going to go off wide receivers for a second after yep. I say this. The two teams that came to mind with Godwin, um, oddly enough, were one was the Raiders because mm-hmm. I could see Josh McDaniels being like, hey, I want to use you the way the Rams used got uh, Cooper cut mm-hmm. and let's get you those numbers. Let's get you paid. The other one I saw, it's interesting. You, you had mentioned Adams to, to the Cardinals. I mm-hmm. actually thought Godwin to the Cardinals because you have your, you have your ex in yeah. Hopkins and now he could be that, that slot guy. Uh, so I thought Arizona was actually good to replace AJ green and no offense to AJ green, but I think at this point in their career, I think Godwin's probably the better complimentary wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That being said, you brought up Deshaun Watson to the bucks a couple of times. And I'm curious, do you think they want, do you think Bruce Aarons wants to take a chance on a young, dynamic, incredible, but off the field, there's problems still, right? There's, there hasn't been resolved with Deshaun Watson. If they're going to do that, why wouldn't they make a push for Aaron Rodgers and kind of say, hey, one veteran great for another? And just, I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers in Bruce Aarons' offense because it, it takes a lot of chances. They tend, tend to throw a lot of picks. And Aaron Rodgers historically isn't that guy, but I've always said I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't take enough chances, which is maybe why he doesn't throw so many picks, which may cost him games in the playoffs. So I'd lo- I'd love to see that pairing. Why why do you think they'd go Watson over Rodgers if they could get either one? Well, number one, I think that he brings a dynamic to their offense that they didn't have, ah. and that's and that's the ability not just to throw the long ball, but with legs, and he's smarter than yeah. a lot of the other young quarterbacks, and we. Not talking about a guy who is coming off a season and an injury or anything like that. Right. No, we're talking about a guy who's still sharp, who's still got all his athletic ability, right? So we hope. We, hope. I, I, we, I, we I don't know. He could have gained 100 pounds. I haven't seen him. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> that is true, too. The second thing that I'm thinking about, Tone, is you just talked about Aaron Rodgers. How old is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, 38. 30, 38. I was going to say 37. There. Yeah, 38. I'm thinking about longevity. So I'm yeah. thinking about I might have my quarterback for the next seven ten to 10 years. I might have my quarterback right here, and I can build around him. Now, this off the field, the, the off the field issues. I think that they're going to take care of themselves. I do, and I think that it's going to. I don't think it's going to be something that just goes away, but I do think that it's going to get handled. And okay. I think that, and I think that moving forward, he'll be fine. So, okay. I just like him in Tampa. Okay, let's let's get back to our wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. was probably going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl of the way he started un- yeah. until his injury. 
Um, <laughs> I think it's actually funny. Uh, I believe it was Devontae Adams who kind of said, hey, you chose to go to L.A. versus coming to Green Bay when they when he wanted to do the jersey swap. I'm not hearing much about that anymore. It looked no, like it anymore. worked out. It looked like it worked out in Odell's anymore. favor. Um, does he go anywhere? No, I don't. I don't think he does. I think that Matt Stafford is locked in for a couple of years. And this is with Matt Stafford, one of the better situations that he's been in since he was with the Giants. And the problem that we have in oh, for Odell. Okay. And the problem that we have in with the Rams is they over the cat tone. So this team is not going to be what it was last year. I mean, they, I think they eight million over the cap. Now, with that also being said, I mean, OG, o, OBJ got a torn up knee, so he's not going to be playing. So that's going to also affect his free agency value, right? Because this is the second time in, in th- what three years, the second time in, in three mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I think second time in three or four years that he tore his knee up. So they're going to start to question what his durability is, and that's mm-hmm. going to lower his value. So with that being said, I. I, I could see him staying in Los Angeles, but if he were to leave, I think he stays in a big market. I don't see him going back to going back to something like Cleveland or just just anything right. like He's that. He's going to be in L.A., New York, right. Chicago kind of. Now, yeah. I'll tell you what, Tone, if he were healthy, where I love him at, I love him in Baltimore with Deshaun Watson. With, the, with, with uh, Lamar with Jackson. Jackson needs some help. I love That's him. true. Yeah. I love him with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. If if it doesn't work in if it doesn't work in Los Angeles, now I'm thinking about him in a big market because that's the kind of guy he is. But with that also being said, he's also the kind of wide out who, if you get him the football, he's a big play wide out. And mm-hmm. I think I think that him and Lamar Jackson would be really good together. Okay. Uh, yeah, I th- I think based on what I heard in the at the parade i think mm-hmm. the rams are gonna do everything in their power to restructure some guys and run it back mm-hmm. and i do listen i i am i'm gonna stick i'm gonna try to be consistent right i don't always when i look at all the numbers and everything i don't always believe this a hundred percent because sometimes i see like oh don't run it back like i know you won but your guys are like a hundred years old like you need to you know get rid of people a year early not a year late but I've historically said, listen, if you win a championship, you run it back. You try your, you come, you try, you bring that team back and you try to, and you defend your title, right? I hate it when, you know, a team win. I still am angry at the 98 Bulls for, you know, for them letting everybody kind of go their separate ways and they came back, you know, and they didn't have an opportunity to go for a four-peat, you know, and I know we're, we're talking football, but let me just say, just think about it. That 98 Bulls team, had they been smart enough to bring back Jordan and Pippen and and Kerr and Jackson for one more year, all on one-year deals. That was a shortened season. Those guys would have got some rest. And look who ended up winning. The the Knicks, who didn't have a great record, went to the final. I think who won it that year? The Spurs won it. Mm-hmm. It there was still a chance because of the because of the lockout. But well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that you feel that way, Tom, because again, you being a Laker fan, there's a reason why the Lakers won it back to back to back, because they brought back the whole crew. You bring back everybody. Yeah, exactly. They brought the whole crew back. We won it last year. Let's see if we can do it again. We won it again. Let's see if we can do it again. So, I, and I think because because yeah, it's it. Yeah, I just I just think if you're the if you're the champs and there isn't any major injuries or retirements or whatever, yeah, run it back, run it back, run it back. Now, if you lost, right? We talk about Portland and the Trailblazers all the time losing in the Western Conference Finals. Like, hey, that was your peak. Retool, retool, because that's the best you're gonna get. So those, I don't believe in those guys running it back sometimes. But when you win a title, 
Defend your title. Defend your title. Football is a little bit different than basketball yeah. in the aspect. Just, just, just a little bit different in basketball in the aspect. I always felt like this tone. If you get swept out of the playoffs, I don't think you're close. I don't care right. when you get swept. You right. can get swept in the West Finals. You can get swept in the East Finals. You can get swept in the Finals. You get swept out the playoffs. I don't think you're close. Right. But when you when 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 you have that kind of championship mentality where you win it, run it back. Absolutely, run it. Back. All right. So this one, this one's this one hurts a little bit because I think he's the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. I did a, a list for you. I don't know if you remember a couple months back where I told you all the quarterbacks he's had since high school. And it was the worst list of quarterbacks I think I've ever read out to anybody. Allen Robinson, it looks like he's out of Chicago. They had him on franchise tag this year. They're not going to franchise tag him again this year, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see him with a quarterback. I'm going to let you start. I, and it's interesting. You've already named the team that I think he should go to. But let, let me hear your thoughts on Allen Robinson. Well, I before the season started, I was asked about the top 10 wide receivers. I think I had Allen Robinson at seven. I, I, I had him on. I had him on the other side. We're talking about a big play wide receiver, right? We're talking about a big play wide receiver, and I think he's a rough wide receiver too, Tone. I mean, like a like a physical wide receiver. So I dig him in the NFC more than anything. I, I dig him in the AFC, but I dig him in the NFC. And if he could get with a team where they have a quarterback, he don't have to be dynamic, but good enough where he could get him the football and they could build around this quarterback, I think that they would be really good. So you're going to kill me for this tone, but I like him with the Giants. Okay. I'm not going to kill you for that. I like, him, I, I like him with the Giants. And the although, reason why I like him with the Giants is because I think that they're going to do a better job in building that offensive lineup and building that team around Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones isn't as bad as you think he is, Tone. You and you, I have this you conversation. Sure, you sure? You think he's trash, and I'm, okay. I've, I've, I've heard from the Giants brass. They've made it clear. Quote, we've done everything we can to screw this kid up, and we've got to do – that's exactly what they said. <laughs> we've done everything we can to screw this kid up, and we have to do a better job at getting him better players. And I think that with Allen Robinson, that's a step in the right direction. I don't think he's as bad as he, I don't think he's as bad as you think he is, Tone. So, so you're not you're not calling him Danny No Dimes like I am. I'm not calling him Danny No Tone. A wise woman once told me anybody can train a secretary. You can screw him up too, though. Just so. So so it's interesting that you said you see him in the NFC, but then you said with a quarterback. And when I look at the NFC, there's very few quarterbacks that need a wide receiver. If I go through the divisions, well, in the North. There's no real is there is there a great quarterback in the north if Aaron Rodgers leaves? No. If Aaron Rodgers stays, he's keeping Devontae Adams, so it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Right. If I go to the south right now today, um, who knows Everybody, what everybody's but, right, gone. Everybody. But everybody's gone. Except right? for Matt Ryan. Okay, Matt Ryan, but again, he doesn't need an Allen mm-hmm. Robinson. That's not going to save the Falcons. So they don't have anybody. Carolina has nobody. Tampa has nobody. Um I'm sure I'm forgetting some New Orleans, Carolina, yeah. New Orleans, and yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta and, and the Bucks. They're, they're, they've got nothing right now. I look at the East. The only quarterback that I can call a quarterback in the East is Dak, and he's got a core of wide receivers. He doesn't need a you know unless they move on from one and flip him. Okay, fine. I go to the West. Okay, Russell Wilson, but he's got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I think he's set. I think the, the Rams don't have the money nope. um, to sign him. Arizona again, that might be the the one spot, and then and San Francisco. I don't think he makes sense, but again, 
is it Trey Lance? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it somebody else? We don't know. So I think, so I think, okay, he's probably going to leave the NFC and go to where there's an abundance of good young quarterbacks to the AFC that could use a dynamic, big play, third down possession. Like he literally does it all. We didn't see it last year. I get that, but I blame Matt Nagy for Justin Fields and for him last year. So I, I think you're at- happier. I think you're happier with Matt Nagy being out than you are with the new coach. The new coach, I, okay, I, but I think I, you're yes. happier. With they, they, they could have brought in a stuffed animal, and I would be happier <laughs> with that than you know, yes, than keeping that. You're absolutely correct. So that being said, so I looked to the AFC, and I think, okay, what's kind of that grinded out kind of grimy team that reminds you of what the NFC is going to be in the AFC? Well, I probably have to look to the AFC North, and I look to a young quarterback, dynamic with his legs, becoming a better pocket passer mm-hmm. who needs that security blanket kind of number one wide receiver who's never had one, no offense to Marquise Brown. But I, I could see Allen Robinson, you yeah. pair him up with Lamar Jackson, yeah. I'm feeling really good about both of those two guys. Mm-hmm. Because now you have, right, Hollywood on the, on the one side, you still, you're going to use Mark Andrews if you're smart, and then, but you got your number one in Allen Robinson. He's the mm-hmm. guy I'm going to, you know, if I have to force the ball, it's going to him. If it's third down, just think about it. If it's third down and you can pick, right, Andrews on a short pattern or or or, or Allen Robinson, you got two very good, I guess, security blankets. Now, guess what? You can't put 10 in the box to start, stop Lamar Jackson from running because you got Brown, Andrews, and Allen going to run in there. You're in a great yeah. spot to give him more opportunity because I still like Lamar running. I just mm-hmm. don't like him getting hit. But I mean, again, if you only have, you can't kind of load the box up. Well, I feel much better with that. So I think that's a place where I'd like to see him. And mm-hmm. just because I like him so much, I'd really like to see him with a good quarterback. Yeah. And so, you know, again, I look at the other teams, right? He's not going to Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to probably go to the Chargers. Like I just, I go down that list, you know, Buffalo. I don't see him in Buffalo. Baltimore actually makes a lot of sense to me. Well, there's a difference between scrambling tone and running. Uh, so yes, for sure. There's a, there's a complete difference between those two. And Lamar Jackson does more running than scrambling. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't trust the pocket. He doesn't stay in the pocket even when it collapses. You still see him relying on his legs more than anything. And if he had a threat like Allen Robinson, so now I got Mark Andrews running up the seam, five, ten yard digs, and I got a downfield threat. I got a deep threat also in Allen Robinson. I think he'd make them so much better than what they already are. Yeah, I can absolutely get with that logic. All right, so we're going to post this on a couple of places, but one of them is going to be TikTok. So for the TikTok people watching, five free agent wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., and Allen Robinson. Stitch, duet, or in the comments, tell us where do you think all five or any one of those guys should go and why. Okay, now we're going to switch gears. I'm going to put my NBA GM hat on. Uh Uh-oh. But before I do that, we're going to pick our all-star teams. I'm Kevin Durant. You're LeBron James. We've we've talked about this. But before we dive into the draft, mm-hmm. we have to do a pre-show. And my only pre-show is this one question. I'm just going to compare a couple stats for you. 22 points per game versus 16. 5.2 assists per game versus 1.8. 9 assists per game versus 11, or sorry, rebounds per game, 9 versus 11, rebounds. Three-point shooting percentage, 35.6 versus 10. 
free throw percentage, 73% versus 70. Which player should be in the All-Star game? Keeping in mind, the All-Star game is an offensive showcase, not a defense. That's why I didn't bring up defensive stuff. Well, when I'm thinking about the two guys that you mentioned, the first guy sounds a little more efficient offensively than the second guy. Significantly. I'm, so I would have to go with the first guy than the second guy. So why is Jared Allen in the All-Star game instead of Pascal Siakam? Because that's the two guys. That's a, and that, again, that. it's an offensive <clears throat> showcase. And, you know, people have been sending me, because, you know, I'm from Toronto, and they're asking me, they're like, hey, can you explain this? Now, I will tell you now, this, Tone. Now, if I'm not mistaken, did Pascal Siakam not start the season on IR? Uh, he he's if I, you know what, let's check. Let's check I'm how pretty, many games. I'm, let's check am, how many games played. One hundred percent confident that he started the season on IR. Let's let, let's check because I know you're big on games played. I know that's that's, a, that's important. Although there's guys getting voted in as starters who played one game, but okay, or, or, or um, haven't played any games, or haven't played any games. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll play the game with you. I'll play the game with you. All right, let's go Cleveland, and let's look at Jared Allen. Let's see, he's played fifty games. So. And started all 50. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how many games they've played, but let's let's go back and check. Mm-hmm. And they've played 50, 58 games. So he's mm-hmm. missed eight games. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's go back and let's check out the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. All right. And Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. Now oh, I get it. Way. Now I get Cleveland has a higher ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 a higher seed. No, this is not. That's not what this is about. Okay, that's not what this is about. This is not what this no. is about, right? Okay, Pascal Siakam, forty-four games. So he missed six games. So six more. No, he's missed six, six more than Jared right. Allen missed eight. Mm-hmm. Siakam's missed however many more than that. Let's see. Right. Toronto has played fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. So he's missed thirteen games. He missed is, thirteen. Is that, is that enough? Well, like I said, Tone, when I think about what. Siakam brings to that team is has he is he having an all-star season as opposed to Jared Allen who we, you and I talked about this before the season started I had Cleveland on the outside looking in I had them on the outside looking in and what Jared Allen has done for them we talking about a dude who at one point he was second to Jabbar in NBA history I'm, I'm sorry not Jabbar he was second to Rudy Gobert in NBA history in field goal percentage in a season, he, he was, I think he was shooting something close to 70%. He had one of the highest field goal percentage seasons, 16 and 11. I know that you ain't feeling it, but 16 and 11. Cleveland is in third place in the East. They out of nowhere, and that's largely due to him. Now, we can't give Cleveland, I mean, we can't give Toronto two All-Stars and give Cleveland and, and not give Cleveland two All-Stars. So if Jared Allen... I mean, if Siakam is on the all-star team, that means that Jared Allen comes off. Well, how much better is Jared Allen for his unit in terms of a season? How much better is he than what Siakam has been doing? And he missed a lot of time, too, Tom. We're talking about he missed 13 games. Versus eight. It's five more games. And with that being said, we've won with me in the lineup, and I'm having an all-star season. Are you having a are you having a better okay, all-star one, season? One, one, you sound like you're trying to convince yourself. Two, it sounded <laughs> it sounded really political there for a minute when you're like, well, their team is better, and we we got it. How can we have two on Toronto and only one? 
you made Toronto play 70. Well, you didn't. Uh, the Canadian government did. Toronto played 72 road games last season. Oh, oh, here we Throw go them a bone. Oh, here Throw we go them a bone. And, and lastly, <laughs> is the All-Star game not an offensive showcase? It's supposed to be. Put that man Siakam in. I might still draft him. That's how That's how this crazy this is going to get. All right. <laughs> you have your list ready? Because I'm going to. Yeah, right now. All right. Let's go. We're going to go. Okay. So we, what do we got? We got. We got me. We got Jay. I'm KD. You're LeBron. Who got the first pick? You do. Beautiful. I'm going to go. This is beautiful. Um, ooh. You know, the first pick is always the hardest one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there, there's, there's more than one guy you want to start. But because of my heritage, for those of you that don't know. Of course. I'm Greek. Um, and also, the first time ever, this was a couple years back, that I played fantasy basketball. My first overall pick also was Giannis Antetokounmpo because I was like, oh, he's Greek. My team name was going to be the Greek Freak, and I'm Greek. And I picked Giannis. I won that season. It was my first season ever playing fantasy basketball. This is a few few hundred bucks in my pocket. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Giannis. Giannis is the Giannis oh, is your let's, guy. Sorry, let's, let's also say. Let's also say. Hold, hold, hold. Yeah, well, while he's getting his pen. I'm going to tell everybody who's who's watching. We're assuming that everybody's healthy, including mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Because yep. after we make the draft, we're going to talk about why my team should win. Okay. Or Giannis his, team, his team should lose. All right. So I got Giannis. Giannis so, so far, I got KD and Giannis. Mm-hmm. And I got James. Okay. And I got James, who is the master distributor. Well, I need James to pass the ball to somebody. Well, who better to pass it to than the big fella, Joel Embiid? So that's what that with the first pick in the 2022 fluent and chill NBA, draft NBA a fluent and chill draft fluent and chill all star draft GM Womack GM Womack selects Joel Embiid. So here's the thing, the thing I love about Giannis is that mm-hmm. if you give him a lane, like two dribbles from center, and he's throwing that down on you, and with KD on one side who can shoot the, the long range, could shoot the mid range, could post you up. Well, let me get a little bit more spacing for my big men. And who better than the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the NBA? So for my second pick in the Fluent and Chill All-Star Draft, I'm going with, notice the ties here. I take my Greek freak, and I take a guy who went to middle school in <laughs> Toronto, Steph Curry. All right. So just remember, my- just remember KD and Curry on the same team, maybe the greatest team ever. All right, just putting that out there. All so right. Tone has, like I said, Tone's got KD and he's got Steph and he's got Giannis. I got Embiid. So my next pick, I already got a big fella, right? So I need somebody also to stretch the defense, right? So who can I get to stretch the defense? I'm gonna go with Mr. Luka Dantich. Luca, that's a good one. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I personally want to be because I got these guys on my team who can move, athletic, get up and down the court. I want to have a dynamic backcourt. Mm-hmm. Not only can they shoot threes on you, but they can run on you. Mm. And I'm go with maybe the most athletic guard I think in the NBA today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take my guy Ja Morant. Ja is your guy, okay? You you know I'm high on maybe too high. I'm high on Ja. Mm-hmm. Tone digs Ja. Well, I need a distributor also. So if I can get it, I got James as 
the distributor, right? I got Embiid as my box work, and I got Luca as my as my point forward. So I need some I, I need some athletes. I, I definitely need me some athletes on the wing. So my you know what, Tony? No, I don't need no athletes. I'm a big fella guy. Joker is my guy. Okay, that's who I'm going ah. with. Joker is my guy. What am I thinking? I'm going with the Jokers because we because we're gonna be large on the front line. Large on the front line. Oh, I thought you were gonna let him slide. That was, <laughs> that, was, that was my next pick. What am I thinking? All right, so you got you got LeBron, Joel Embiid, Luca, mm-hmm. and Jokic. That is a big, slow, lumbering lineup that's, so far. That, that's who we are. That's, oh, that's, that's who, who you are. are. Okay, I got I got KD, Giannis, Curry, and Ja. Mm-hmm. So now let's see. I want I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my theme of versatile players who can mm-hmm. get up and down the court. But I, I am you know KD and Giannis <laughs> are two bigs. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let me add in another guy who I think is is underrated because he's in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add another big who can rim protect and shoot. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with with Cat Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. You going to take Towns? I I need some athletes, Tom. That's what I need. I need to speed the game up a little bit more. And to do that, I'm going to need some athletes. And my favorite player under 25 is Jason Tatum. Mm. Jason Tatum. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, you know, it's interesting that I have someone left on the board at pick, what's this, two, four, at pick number nine. Nine. Wow. I'm going to steal an MVP candidate at number nine and go with the, the mid-range assassin, um, another former Toronto Raptor. Are you sensing a the theme here? I'm going to go with DeMar, the buckets. DeRozan. Tone is such a homer. Let's make sure we're 100% clear about this. He is I got my Greeks, my Canadians, and my Torontonians. I got this covered. Such a homer. And Minnesota, let's be honest, even Cat, Minnesota is actually more north, I think, than Toronto. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got that northern touch. I'm going to keep this. What what I want to do is I want to keep this athlete theme going, but I also need some buckets on the wing because now I got Jason Tatum, right? I I, I got my bigs already, but now I need some athletes. So, with that being said, I'm gonna stick with my athlete. I'm gonna stick with my athlete's team, and I'm gonna go with Donnie Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Okay, Donovan Mitchell off the board. I'm having like I really feel like I can flip a coin with this one because I really like the young guy, but at the same time, at the same time, my team is younger, mm-hmm. and actually, no, I think I got a good mix now that I think about it. But I also want, I don't really have a distributor, right? I got Curry who can shoot. I got Ja mm-hmm. who's athletic. But I need someone who, you know, if the game's tight, mm-hmm. can come in and, like, get that steal and make the right play mm-hmm. and bring all these pieces together. Yep. And you know he's been moving up my rankings every single year. And, you know, he's getting a little older. But mm-hmm. I'm going to take Chris Paul. That's where I was going. That's fine. Because I'm going to counter your Chris Paul. You can't I'll, counter Chris Paul. He's the point counter, God. I'm out. I'm going to counter your Chris Paul because I can appreciate your distributor logic because I need a distributor also. And that's why I'm going to go with Trey Ice. Ice Trey. That's who I'm going to go with. Yes, sir. Ice Trey is in the house. I was <laughs> I was between the two and I'm like, Trey, too young. Mm-mm. 
or, mm-hmm. or Chris Paul's. I'll go Chris Paul. I got the athletes. I, I get it. You need it. You need an athlete. All right. So let's see. Uh, so I got everything. Let's be honest. Now I'm just now I'm just being greedy. I'm just putting extra extra gravy on on my stuff here with with, so, so, with, so with not, these picks. So so it's not this right here. More than it's no, it's more like right this. Here. Yeah. <laughs> how how I actually do it. And if we keep the Canadian theme, I'm just putting that extra gravy on my poutine because it's delicious. <laughs> All right. So let's see who are we gonna go with. I well, I got everything I, I need. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's see. Do I want to go young or do I want to go vet? You know what? Y'all sleeping on my guy. Y'all sleeping on my guy. Down in San Antonio. People don't talk about people in San Antonio. I always say his name wrong. I call him DeWante. DeWante. But will you say his name right? Say his name right. Tell me. It's it's DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. See, I want to make sure I get him right because when I call him over to put him in, DeJounte, of course, I'll just say Murray or I'll call out his number. But all right, I'm going with DeJounte Murray. Correct. I like DeJounte. I want to keep with the athletes theme because I need some. I got a, I got I got some young guys, but I want to keep with the athletes theme and keeping with the athletes theme. I'm going with Zach Levine. Ooh, you know this ain't a dunk off, right? No, it's not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, with that, you know I got Giannis. I got Cat. Mm-hmm. And this ain't the playoffs. So I need another rim protector. I need oh, I need some defense. That's where I was going next. <laughs> and you know, in part of Canada, we speak French. So I'm gonna take the man from France. Are you taking the stifle tower? Are you going with the stifle tower? I'm going with the stifle tower. I'm going with the tower is your guy. Okay. I'm going with Rudy. Gobert. Okay. The stifle tower is your guy. I can definitely get with you. To my team, Rudy Gobert. Entree, parlez-vous. Yeah. So I'm looking at my lineup and I got bigs. I got MB, right? I got Joker. All right. Let's see. What else do I have? I got Luca as my dynamic. I got Luca as, as, as my point forward. I got James as my point forward. I got my distributor in Trey Young, right? I got my athletes in Tatum and Zach Levine. Now I need my wild cards, right? I need my wild cards. So one of my wild cards I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with another bucket guy. And I'm going to go with Jimmy Buckets. Ah, that was my next pick. That's who I'm going with. Damn. As people have noticed, so we'll take a pause. I'm just going to recap our teams real quick and tell you everybody's healthy. That's been the, for those of you that maybe skipped forward to this, everybody's healthy and it didn't matter who was voted in. It was just, here's the, everybody we're just picking. I'm not going by the, you know, the votes. These are the starters. These are the we, reserves. We're just picking everybody straight up. So my team got me, Kevin Durant. I got Giannis, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, John Morant, Cat, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul, DeJounte Murray, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert. Nice. Team LeBron slash chill. Team chill. We should do, we're going to do team fluent, team chill. Mm-hmm. We're going to put this on. I'm going to recap everybody at the end and we're going to do a poll. You're going to post it on TikTok. Team, team fluent, team chill. So they've got LeBron, Joel Embiid, Luka, Jokic. Tatum, Mitchell, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Jimmy Buckets. Mm-hmm. All right. So just so we're, we're clear who's left. We've got Andrew Wiggins, Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball, Fred Van Vliet, mm-hmm. James Harden. So mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to – I'm sticking with my theme. I live – just outside of Vaughn, Ontario. 
mm-hmm. right in between Toronto and Vaughn is where I live. Mm-hmm. And that's where Mr. Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. is from. So I'm going to take my guy, a starter in this year's All-Star game. I'm going to take Wiggs. I was surprised. I thought you was going to go with because you such I want a my athletes, man. I want my athletes. You're such a home. I was just surprised that she wasn't going in a different direction. So I already got my distributor in. I already got my distributor in Trey, right? But you know what? I also need two tone. I need some flash, man. You know, I need I need somebody that's dynamic. I need some some flash because this is an all star game. So I'm gonna go with my boy Lamelo. <laughs> I just, you did you did you were looking down. I melt. I just melt that everybody. Mm. I'm surprised you didn't pick him first. You wanted him to be a starter. I thought he was going to be a starter, Tone. I did. I thought he was right. starting. You took, you, took, you, you took some Lamella ball. And this is where, see, I figured you weren't going to do this. So this is where I'm going to take Steady Freddie, Fred Van Vliet, and complete the Toronto sweep. Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So you Great. got, here's your options. You got James Harden. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Is that that's it? it? Yep. Okay, and, I got an extra player. And for that, I know that this is going to come down in the meat and potatoes of the game. I know this is going to come down to getting stops. And I know Middleton is going to do that for me. So I'm going with Chris. Well, to keep it fair, I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe we just did this. But since oh, I guess I get I get James Harden. That's mm-hmm. that's that's Let's. I, I think that you know if he's he's my twelfth man, I'm feeling pretty good about my squad. All right. Mm-hmm. So again, for the YouTube shorts, for the TikToks, we're gonna put out a poll. Team fluent, team chill. Let me break down the teams for you. So mm-hmm. on team fluent, we've got a healthy. Everybody's healthy. Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, John Morant, Cat, Demar Derozan. Chris Paul, DeJounte Murray, Rudy Gobert, Andrew Wiggins, Fred Van Vliet, mm-hmm. James Harden. And we missed on, one too, by on, the way. On T- who do we miss? We missed one. So you're taking James Harden. So yeah. I'm going to take the leftover guy, the guy that's uh, 22 a game. I'm going to hold on to Devin Booker. Oh, no, no. You already picked Devin Booker. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Did we not pick Devin Booker? No, we did not. So. Oh, man. I'm going to hold on to Booker. Mm-hmm. You got Booker. Well, then I guess I got because uh, we missed somebody else too. Darius Garland. I'm have another it young is. dynamic guard. Look at that. Here you go. Oh, okay. We'll have to start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to start that list over again. So here we go. Do we? Do we miss anybody else? Then you make sure. One, two, three, four, five. Six, yeah, we got everybody. Those are the last 12, two. Thirteen. Yeah, and you got twelve. All right. And I love Darius Garland. I don't like Darius Garland. I love him. How do we miss Book? Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, Devin Booker. All right. Let me let me break it down again then. So team fluent consists of. KD, all healthy, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, Giannis, Steph Curry, John Morant, Cat, mm-hmm. DeRozan, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. DeJounte Murray, Rudy Gobert, Andrew Wiggins, Fred Van Vliet, James mm-hmm. Harden, and Darius Garland. Yep. Team Chill, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. Jokic, yep. Jason Tatum, yep. Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, LaMelo Ball, Chris Middleton, and Devin Booker. So here's those lists. I'm going to post them there so you can see the names. And the polling should be somewhere over here. I don't know where it's going to be. Maybe right underneath us. Team Fluent or Team Chill? Who wins the game? All right. Now that you guys are going to vote, where I'm not going to post this part. 
on our shorts and our TikTok. But let's you and I have the discussion. Who's going to be your, who are you got to pick now? This is the tough part. Now you're going to go coach. Who's going to mm-hmm. be your starters? My starting five. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> my front court, I'm going with James. Going at what position? Me. James is at the small forward. Okay. All right. Uh, Embiid is at the five. Uh, I got, let's see here. Let me make sure I get this correct. I got Luca at the lead guard. Luca's at the lead guard. Um, let's see. Who am I going to go with? I'm going to go with Tatum at the off guard. Luca at the lead. Tatum at – actually, no. Let's rewind it. I'm going to go with Luca at the lead guard. Booker at the off guard. James at the three. Your last pick, your last pick's going to be starter. Mm-hmm. Okay. James, so let me make sure I got this right. I got Luca at the lead guard. Yep. Uh, Book, Booker, Booker at the two. Yeah, Booker at the two. James at the three. Uh, you need see. you need your four. You got you got I Joel Embiid at the five. I got Joel Embiid at the five. Ooh, let's see. Joke at the four, and Joke. Embiid at the five. Okay, Joker at the four. Wow, that's a. You got Joker. LeBron mm-hmm. and Embiid as your three, four, five. All right. That's my front line. All right. So mine's going to be, I think, easier. I got KD at the three at the small forward. I got Giannis as my power forward. I'm going to have Curry as my two. I'm going to have mm-hmm. Chris Paul starting at point. And I'm going to have Cat starting as my center. And then, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you my six man two is going to be Jaw. Jaw's going to be my first guy off the bench. Okay. And my first guy off the bench is going to be Tatum. Tatum, okay. Yep, that's my first guy off the bench. And I think we beat y'all. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I, think we, I think we beat y'all. Why? You got to give the why. You got to give I the think, why. Here's why we beat y'all. Well, first of all, I got my I got my point forward, my primary ball handler in Luca, at six eight six nine, just dealing. Right? He's a primary distributor in this offense with these guys. He's dealing. I got. I got Book as my mid-range assassin to counter your mid-range assassin in DeRozan or in Steph Curry, right? And then I got my playmaker in James. I got my long ball shooter in James. I got my slasher in James. And I got my box work in and my rim protection in Embiid and Jokic. We serving y'all, Tone. Serving y'all. Can you answer me this? How old is LeBron James? 37 years 37. old, playing, okay. playing like he's 27. All right, so check this out. So check this out. I got the best scorer in the game in Kevin Durant. No question, the best scorer in the game. Damn. I got Giannis, who, let's be honest, Joel Embiid, Luka, and Jokic, if you combined their speed, they're not half as fast as Giannis. <laughs> so I'm, wor- I'm worried about your team just keeping up with us. Like, you're still going to be at half court. We're going to be dunking the ball. Uh-uh. I got Steph Curry, the greatest mm-hmm. shooter in the game. So not only do you have the greatest scorer in the game, and don't forget, this is an all-star game. This is a defensive battle. So I've got the best scorer, the best shooter. Then I got Cat <laughs> running up and down. Who's going to space out? Can Yo- can Jokic guard him? Can Jokic guard Cat? Yes. The, the length of the floor? Yes. As they used to say on home improvements? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> so I feel like, and, Great oh, I, I didn't even remember. I got Chris Paul. I got the point guard distributing to these guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, not only do I have the best scorer and the best shooter and the best big out of the bunch in Giannis, 
I've also got defensively in their career today, Giannis is a better defender. Cat uh, is a better defender. Chris Paul is a great defender. I've also got defenders. Oh, and by the way, your team looks really slow. Your team looks re- like, just think about it. The best athlete, okay, maybe it's book. But, like, the second-best athlete is a 37-year-old LeBron James on your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So we're going to let the people decide. Uh, I think I got this one, too. I think I got this one, too. So we're going to put it out to the people. We're going to put it out to the people. But I, I, I wish I would. I got I to be honest. You're very, I don't want to say lucky. But you're, you're lucky I'm lucky that I missed book. Because clearly I would have picked book over Harden. <laughs> uh, but, but I still have, I still have James Harden coming in as my 12th mm-hmm. man. That's a pretty good 12th man. So I feel pretty good. And if you do start to get to the rim, which I doubt because your guys are slow as molasses, I'm going to just put in Rudy Gobert. He's going to swat them things out into the no, third row. Nah, into the uh, third row. Embiid, Joker, uh, Luca getting to the rim, bodying him. Luca getting to the rim. Absolutely. we getting up and down the floor. Tom. Luka's never had defense like that. We're switching. <laughs> All five are switching. I you better switch. It. You better I'll sweep. take Chris Paul out for a minute, and I'll put in Ja. Ja's gonna right. hand boy, against the backboard, and, and, and I'm ta- and, and I'm taking out Luca, and I'm putting in Trey, the master distributor, second in the league in assists. So who's first? Who's leading? Oh, the God. Yeah, the God. He's he, he, he's at the top of the list. The God is at the top. Well, of I got the, list. the number but, one assist guy too, and I got the number got two the assist best, guy. Let's be clear. I got the best scorer, the best three point shooter, and the best assist man. I'm right. feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. All right. That was fun. We gotta we gotta do another one like that. That was that was fun. All right. Now that was we gotta get your opinion. And if you're watching on YouTube and you're not on the TikTok to do the polls, like in the comments, obviously, yes, absolutely. Well, follow, like, share all this stuff. But I, I want to hear in the comments which team you got, team fluid or team chill. Um, I'm gonna have you'll you've seen them, they're right here. I'm putting them right in, in between us both. I might even leave it for the rest of the show, leave our teams there for the rest of the show. Uh, so I'll, I'll move a little to this side oh no this side you're over here uh, that's where it'll be um so that being said now we're gonna go to mail all right here we go let me get the questions out we got some good ones i told you there's a couple nba questions mm-hmm. we got a couple uh, uh we got two nba questions an nfl question and we got a kind of real life scenario question so you know we do sports basketball football life so we're gonna start in the NBA. It's funny. I just brought up James Harden, mm-hmm. and there's been some controversy on my TikTok page because someone said if James Harden were to play in the late '80s and early '90s, he'd average 35 plus points a game. I rebuttaled and said mm-hmm. the only time James Harden in this era averaged more than 35 points a game, he shot I think it was 13 threes a game, 11 free throws a game. And 32, or, sorry, not 32, 13 uh, three-pointers a game, excuse me. And I said, in those days, in the late 80s, early 90s, teams were averaging between five and nine three-pointers a game. There's no way one player was going to shoot one and a half times what the league was averaging. I also pointed out that in the late 80s, early 90s, only once, and it was like 86, 87, did even Michael Jordan average more than 11 free throws per game. And if you look at the greatest kind of most three uh, free throws per game, no one did it consistently. Correct. So am I completely out of the, of the realm by saying, you know, or what I said was may, if he does it once, that would be a great accomplishment, but to average it for that whole decade, kind of let's say 85 to 95, 
I go, it's not happening because one, he's not shooting a ton of threes. Two, he's not getting to the free throw line nearly as much. Like I said, Jordan was getting on average eight free throws a game over that decade. Eight. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to do it. So the question comes in and says, you know, can you can you ask? It actually said in the question on fluent and chill, which I like when you when you add that in. Mm-hmm. Would Harden average 35 plus in the late 80s, early 90s? I don't. Think so I've so. given you my reasons why I don't right. think he would. Well, you, you, I think you, you you gave some good points, but you also left out the fact that at that time, the game was dominated by the big man, and not only was the game dominated by the big man, there was defense that was a little bit more rugged, and it was a little less lenient than it is today. So that being said, you already saw what the rule changes were to and how he adjusted to the rule changes this year, where he actually had to play through contact. Now, do I think James Harden will be a star in the night in the late eighties, early nineties? Yeah, I think he would do oh, work. Absolute, absolutely. But to say that he would average thirty-five a game when we're talking about a guy in James Harden who at six five, his game is primarily pounding the basketball, shooting the long ball. Now, does that translate into what they were doing in the late 80s, early 90s, where we dumping it into the big man? We don't really play as we play as fast. We play fast, but we don't play as fast. He would have had to adjust to that, or maybe the league would have had to adjust to him. And they would have adjusted to him. And I don't think for one second that he's scoring 35 a game on Gary Payton. I, I just can't see that. I don't see him scoring 35. And when he did, when he did, when he did average 36, wasn't that in the seven seconds or less offense? Right. That's, that's, that, that's, no that's what was going no one, on. No one's running that back then. And, and I mean, they did that in, I remember they did that in Denver with, with Doug Moe, where Orlando Woolridge led the league in scoring for a little while. Oh, and it was at the bottom of the Western Conference. Give me a break. They, they weren't winning. Okay. No. All right. Question number two. I think it's, I think it's clear, but you know, you know, like I said, I like, I like to answer the people. Who's the best active, active NBA player? Who is the best active NBA player today? Today. Because okay. Kevin Durant is hurt. Because mm-hmm. he kind of was the consensus pick. So who's the, be- who's the best player right now in the NBA that's playing? I, I stand on it. I said it's Giannis. Giannis is the best player in the game. And I stand on that. When I think about a guy who is elite on both sides of the basketball tone, you know how I feel about the complete basketball player. I'm not one of these guys. And you caught a lot of heat for talking about Kevin Durant, which the argument is not ridiculous. It is not. Because if I were to say, because I would probably get a lot of heat for this. Dennis Rodman in the 80s. What was Dennis Rodman? He was a defender. A defender. Defender and, and rebounder. Defender and, and rebounder. With him being a defender and a rebounder, you know what we call those people? We call those people specialists. So with that being said, Kevin Durant is primarily buckets. That's his game. So is Kevin Durant a specialist? Is that all he does? So when I think about a guy like Giannis, who I'm elite on the defensive side of the basketball. I'm I'm one of the better playmakers at my position. Giannis averages almost six assists a game. Mm -hmm. I think he's third in the league, third or fourth. he's, He's in the top five in the league in scoring. And I think he's in the top 15, top 10 in the league in rebounding. So we talk about a complete basketball player and not only a complete basketball player, what it's generated, it's generated into wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Milwaukee is, I think they're game at a first place too. I think they're game at a first place in the East. Giannis I'm, is the best I'm not, you know me, I'm picking them to repeat. Yeah. Giannis is the best player in the game. Giannis is the best player in the game. And it's interesting because people will focus on the things he can't do. Well, he can't shoot threes. He's not a consistent free throw shooter. Yep. There's a couple of things he doesn't do great. 
Mm-hmm. But as an, in terms of all around basketball player, right now today, mm-hmm. I'm I'm picking Giannis too, which is why he was my first pick in our All Star draft. And why and why my team's winning? I'm uh, nuts enough to think, Tone, that you weren't going to go that direction. I was thinking he's not going to pick Giannis. Oh, hundred uh, percent. There's 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 no way I wasn't picking Giannis. Although I will say I was thinking Joel Embiid. Because even that being said, I think of who who are the MB, MVP candidates, right? Right. And it is listen, it's it's Joel, it's Jokic, it's Ja. There's there's a lot of good players, but I just think if I look at total players, including mm-hmm. defense, we have really good defenders, we have really good offensive players, we have really good kind of ball distri- Very few people do multiple, and that's why the question came out about Kevin Durant. What mm-hmm. else does he do great for his career? Not in a one year, a two. Because people say, oh, he played really good defense for Golden State. Well, that was two and a half years to three, let's say three regular seasons because he didn't play the playoffs. Three seasons out of 13 or 15, mm-hmm. however many he's played, th- 13, I think, 14. Well, that's not enough. That's not enough, right? Like you got to do it for lo- longer. So yeah, I'm with you. I think Giannis, so that, I thought that was going to be a debate. I didn't think you were going to go with Giannis. So there you go. So we both decided to uh, pick pick Giannis. I, I said that before the season started. Before, before the season started, I was like, I said, Giannis is the best player in the game. And I got a lot of heat for that. Kevin Durant this and this guy, no, Giannis is the best player in the game. This is a way too early prediction for the AFC. This is a football question. You've got the Bengals who are the defending AFC champs. You have the Chiefs who have gone to four straight AFC championship games. You've got the Chargers with Herbert who are on the come up. You got the Ravens who will have Lamar Jackson back and healthy. You got the Bills. You got the Patriots. The AFC is stacked with good teams and good young quarterbacks. And I didn't even mention, right, I think I missed a whole division. So way too early. Who's winning the AFC this year? I caught a lot of heat for this, Tom, but let's start eliminating some people. Okay. I think that Kansas City is over. And why why do you think Kansas City is over? Well, number one, what happened in Seattle when Russell Westbrook signed that extension? That money kicked in. All of a sudden, the guys that we really need, we can't get them. All right? So same thing is about to happen this season coming up. That money kicks in. And now they're going to have to go in a different direction. And with that division being what it is, I think the Raiders are going to get better. I think that. You already know how I feel about the Chargers and Herbert. I thought that the Chargers were going to represent the AFC in the bowl game. I was wrong. I was wrong, but I think that they are definitely a team that's on their way. I look at Cincinnati, Tone. Cincinnati might have the best young talent in the game. Boy, Mixon, Higgins, Joe Burrow, Azuma. They might have the best young talent offensively. Mm-hmm. I think they shore up that offensive line. I think we could consider it. I'm not going to say without injury because that's what football is. Guys get hurt. Of course. But if they can avoid being injured as much, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cincinnati back in the bowl game. That would not surprise me at all, Tom. Because well, I think especially they, they have one of the most, uh, the biggest salary cap, uh, the most room, uh, right. the most money to spend in the offseason. Right. I think that they're going to run it back because they got a lot of guys that I, I wouldn't be surprised if they ran it back. But I'm going with. I'm going with the team that I'm, I'm digging, and I'm digging the Chargers, Tone. I just am. You're sticking with the Chargers? Okay. I, I, I'm just digging the Chargers. Listen, it's hard for me to do this because I really like what the Bengals have done. Mm-hmm. They are, Listen, they went to the bowl game. You know, I've, I've always been of the 
to be the man, you got to beat the man kind of mantra. They have the most, like I just said, the most cap space to, to shore up that offensive line and even to improve on an already good defense. People are sleeping on the Bengals defense. The Bengals defense is good. So they have that money. They've had, like you said, they've got a running back, a dynamic young quarterback, three great wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, not that I don't, you know, not a big, I, I like Azuma, but I think tight end, maybe they could get, they could get, a, they could get an upgrade there. However, only three teams in NFL history have gone to the Super Bowl three times. It was the 70 Dolphins, the 80s Bills, who lost all four, and then just recently the 16 through 18 Patriots. So I told, you know, I, I said, I doubt that the Chiefs are going to go to a third trade Super Bowl because I just, it doesn't happen that often. But I think they figured something out midway through the season because they looked horrible at the beginning of the season. I had them, I had them out of the playoff pitch. You had them out of the playoffs, yeah. Halfway through, halfway through the play. season, they were out and they made it mm-hmm. to the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. When I look at their free agents, it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not Tariq Hill, it's not Travis Kelsey, it's it's not that offense. It's it's now they've got to figure something out because I know defense isn't their strength, but their biggest free agents this season are uh Tyrone Matthew, Jaron Reed, Melvin Ingram, who they have just brought in this season. It's a lot of um, you know, Dar- Darrell Williams, maybe the only offensive player, but it's mostly guys on the defensive end. It's none of their core offensive players. Right. So are they still going to be one of the best offenses in the AFC? And the yeah. answer is yes. And as long as they have, right, until that, like you said, until that money kicks in and they, because the difference with Seattle, so you use that example and I use that, uh, that example a lot too. The difference with Seattle was they had Russell Wilson and then they had a lockdown defense, right? The Legion of Boom. Mm-hmm. And when his money kicked in, they couldn't afford to keep the Legion of Boom and those guys that started to get older. Right. So what their staple was, was defense. And when that went away, the offense just couldn't do enough to keep them winning. And that's why they didn't. Kansas City's in a different boat. They've never been built on defense. Their Correct. defense is very situational. It's never mm-hmm. been a lockdown defense. They've only ever been built on offense. So as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tariq, Tariq Hill, right. they're, they're going to be my pick to, to, to bring it back because I think they're built on offense. Right. And they're like always, they'll figure it out on defense. However, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Bengals. And I'm really, I really think the Bills, I really think if Josh Allen takes another step up like he did this season, right? Um, I really, they got to watch out for the Bills. But if I had to pick it today, again, I got to see what happens in the draft and free agency. I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. I will tell you this, though, Tone, to counter what you just said, the reason why they, ended up playing better in the second half of the season. I believe it was their last six games. I think they had one of the five best defenses in the game, their last six games. Had nothing to do with their offense. It's because their defense started defense playing better. Yep. Ah, their defense started playing better. Had that. nothing to do with their offense. However, the problem is, is that defense is inconsistent. And not only would it be an inconsistent, when that money kicks in, you're going to have to start paying guys. And if you don't, then that means you're going to get lower level guys, and that defense is going to suffer because of that. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to suffer, I think that's going to be the difference in why they go the other way. I, I'm listen. I've I've said that too. Um, however, I feel Mahomes for me and Andy Reid, I guess as a pairing, I, they're they're starting to feel like I'm not going to because I bet against them this year. I'm just like I'm not going to bet against them until they show me right. So if they don't make the AFC Championship this game this season, 
then my opinion, I think it'll change. I'm going to give them one more shot. I'm going to give them one more crack at it before I write them up. All right, the last question. Oh, I got to pull it up. Uh, my apologies. The last question, because this, this is a good one. This is a life question. Mm-hmm. So we have a, I'll just read it. It's short. I'm a 22-year-old, and I've won some money, like significant money. Mm-hmm. What should I do with it? I well, say spend it. I say go get all your friends, no. take a trip, oh, and blow it all. Oh Five-star limos, oh top-shelf liquor, don't go crazy, have this fun. Is, don't listen to this guy no, right here, okay? Do not listen to that. That's nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. 42. No, 22 years. You get more money. Okay. You could t- no. See, that's the logic right there. That's the logic right there. I'm 22. I'm gonna feel like this forever. I'm 22. Yeah. I'm not gonna be 40. Actually, I am yeah. gonna be 41 days. You're gonna win some oh. more money down the road too. Oh, yeah. you're not, my man. Well, one of the one of the things that's important when you come into some money as a young guy is to put some of it away. It's very important to do that. And one of the and you can invest in CDs. You can invest in crypto. You can, but do yourself a favor and invest in some property. And reason why I say invest in some property is because that's a check that doesn't stop. You can buy yourself a house, fix it up, turn it into an Airbnb or turn it into a rental for you. And that's a check that will never stop. So when you're 40 and have most of the money that my man right here just told you to go to Vegas on a private jet that costs $15,000. Yes, sir. Get to get the Oprah suite. Right. And, and, and you just blew a hundred grand. That money, that check that you just put into that house, that's still going to be there. And what you want whenever you come into some money is to have that money continuously rolling. And one of the things that you can do is an invest in some property. All right. So now, now, obviously I was kidding with my first answer. Of course. So my second, my, 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 the real answer, however, is, is dependent on where you are in life in the sense that I know you're 22, but where's your family? Where are you? you know, do you have a job? Are you in school? There's, there's how much money? That's a big question because there's the rule of four or 4%. Mm-hmm. And depending on the amount of money, you can actually in, put your money away and invest it. And if it's enough, you get an 8%, uh, sorry, a 4% return, which if you want to just live a regular life, that 4% actually you can live off of that. Okay. There's, if you go and look it up, the, the rule of 4%, there's like books that show you how to live off that. Now for some people, they want more. And so I, I get that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to Jay's point, it's look at what those, and I hate to say it, like what those safe, what those safe investments are, that'll give you reoccurring income. Cause that's really the thing. If you can, so first of all, take half of that money and put it into a separate account. This is from Kevin Hart because that's not yours. That's the government's. Take they're going to take half of that. So just mm-hmm. just just put it there because they're going to come after you for taxes. I don't know if you guys know this. Seventy three percent of lottery winners are bankrupt within three years. Dead, finished. Dead, bankrupt. Because here's what they do: I won five million dollars. I go and buy a five million dollar house. No, and they don't realize utilities, property tax, taxes. There's so many things, and then you're just broke. You have to maintain that. Yeah. So, so the plan is to take that money and, and I, listen, I don't, I don't cuss as you know, or I try mm-hmm. not to cuss, especially on the show, but there's this great show. I believe it's called the gambler with Mark Wahlberg and his whole thing. He's obviously an addicted to gambling. However, his, his big thing is he wants that one big score because he wants, 
and he says the full word. He wants FU money. Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to make his choices. And if anybody doesn't like it, FU, I got my money. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always, that's why I like the rule of 4%, because if you invested in that sense and you live off the 4%, which is good, like there's, again, depending on how much it is, there's things where you can live off because that's tax-free, right? 50, yeah. 60, 70, hundred thousand dollars a year, just on those interest and investments, dividends. And then you're just living. And then guess what? If you, and then you could still work if you want, you could do yeah, whatever yeah. you, if you have a passion, you want to be a podcaster, you want, or whatever it is, you can go All do right. it. And if anybody doesn't like it, well, you still got those millions of dollars in the bank. You got that FU money. Yeah. So look into those, you know, you want to try to diversify and have multiple revenue streams. I know, Mm -hmm. listen, we're not financial advisors, so don't, you know, go find someone smarter than us. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think two options, Jay's point, reoccurring revenue, the rule of 4%, you can look that up. Or lastly, like I said, just take everybody, you know, and go have a big party. All right, so, we're gonna do that anyway. I'm gonna do that anyway, but I can't. Listen, call all you know what? The I, you know what? I would honestly, what I would do is I would take the hat and put it in the bank because I know that's <laughs> that's not mine, right? And then I would say, okay, this is what I have left. This is going to be my fun. Yeah. And, okay, this is going to be investments, right. savings. Like, I'm, anyway. I'm a bring, I'm a bring up, but I, there's going to be a chunk. There's going to be a chunk. We're going to do that anyway, no doubt. We can't blow all the money doing that. Like, you know, don't don't go buying a you know four hundred thousand dollar Lambo. Like, buy a hundred thousand dollar Range Rover and just be cool, just chill. Like, it's good. (laughs) All right, so that's bad advice from Fluent and Chill, specifically from Fluent. (laughs) Better advice from Chill. Um, Next week, so don't forget Monday eight p.m. We're gonna do our live on TikTok Wednesday. I already know our conspiracy, by the way. I got in a flood. Uh, remember, I asked people for to send us their conspiracies. We're gonna talk, I'm gonna give you the whole weekend to research this. The conspiracy, it's the LeBron James HGH conspiracy, is yeah. what we're gonna talk about. That was by far the number one vote getter. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk more about what's gonna happen in the offseason in the NFL. Um, we're gonna talk about the NBA all-star game. Uh, a lot on tap uh, for next week, but until then, take it light. But take it. I won the draft. <laughs>